Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. This week I'm joined by BC Rogers from Ren and Ivy and Josh Raggio from Raggio Custom Calls. And I brought those guys on here this week to talk specifically about hunting ducks in the timber. And I did that because they're two of the most passionate and most knowledgeable people that I know about the subject. So I try to take full advantage of the situation and pick their brain about everything that I could think of from scouting new areas to finding potential duck holes to finding holes that would work. Uh, new ducks, stale ducks, calling, decoys, weather, everything. So if you have any interest, if you've never been, if you've maybe been intimidated by trying to find mallards and timber holes, this is the podcast for you. And lastly, I hope you're enjoying this podcast overall. If you are, you can do us a big, big favor. Head on over to our page on iTunes, give us a rating, and write a review. Enjoy the show. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Cool. All right, so... This week on the Speak the Language podcast, I'm here with BC Rogers and Josh Raggio. And so what we're doing here is we've been duck hunting for the past, well, really two days. We didn't get to hunt the the second day. Um, And so both of these guys are, I guess, to say you're, you know, a fan of duck hunting would be an understatement. Would that be fair to say? I think that would be fair. Thanks for having me. I enjoy it. Yeah, you enjoy you enjoy <laughs> yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming on. Like, cause here's here's what like the setup is. We were gonna do this yesterday, and then I just kind of let the day get away from me. So now both BC and Josh have to leave today, but they are donating a little bit of their time, staying an extra few minutes to record this podcast with me, which I really appreciate. Oh but, man, I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, absolutely. Uh, been yeah. an amazing weekend Do, cooking crawfish all day will keep you from recording podcasts it kind of makes you forget about everything else that's going on <laughs> it's the first crawfish boil of the year you know that's right so you it just was kinda... a very big deal to me <laughs> they were good too that helped. yes and thanks for lee for cooking them yeah absolutely um so let's do this i always like doing this especially with with folks that have never been on this episode before so we're talking about ducks uh we'll start with bc like tell me how you got started duck hunting well, you know, my family are all uh, avid duck hunters, mm-hmm. uh, so I I grew up in a family as did Josh. Uh, but my mother and father both duck hunt together. Um, I mean, they probably still duck hunt close to twenty days, mm-hmm. um, and they're in their seventies. Right. So uh, don't tell my mom I told you that. <laughs> but uh, so I don't. I didn't really have a beginning. Um, it was you know just kind of what we did as a family. Right. Spending time at our duck camp is always been you know some people go camping or go on uh, go to lake house that's what that's what our family did and still does today yeah. and my wife kim uh who's also my business partner uh has you know sort of embraced that over the last uh 11 or 12 years that mm-hmm. we've been together and uh so that's just what we do together yeah it's turned into i mean i mean that's how many, how many days do you spend duck hunting do you think um well i've i've i broke 30 for 22 straight years and uh, I, you know, I love keeping my journal. Now, keep in mind, I mean, I have lots of days where I don't kill a duck or kill yeah, a couple I mean, ducks. Yeah. But uh, today was one of them. Well, that's we killed six ducks today. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a, uh, you know, I just love being out there. I mean, there's there's kind of two ways, and Josh and I are a little different about this. Uh, Josh loves to go, but um, you know, Josh scouts a lot and spends time figuring out when we're really going to, you know, kill ducks. Sometimes I go 
I know I'm not gonna kill ducks. I get that. I really, I do. Because mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I do that with turkey hunting. It's like mm-hmm. like opening day of turkey season. I don't care if it's a hurricane outside. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go turkey hunting to some degree. Well, it's different you know? from deer hunting, for example, which I, I mean, I also enjoy doing. But it's different because it's such a short period of time. Yeah, you know, you're talking about mm-hmm. sixty days, and with my business, Ren and Ivy, the the uh, the first part of duck season, really the first whole month of duck mm-hmm. season, we're busy. Yeah, getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, what were you, you were telling me like? Over some period, like over Christmas, you did like 11 well, shows. and Through the fall, yeah, we did 11 shows in 13 weeks. Gil. Yeah. That's a lot. It's fun, though. You got to remember, it'd be a lot if you were working for somebody else. But, I mean, I'm standing there talking about products that I designed. And, right, yeah. You know, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's not as tiring for me as it would be if you were standing there having to talk about you know some widget that you sold for a living mm-hmm. and it's something that you're passionate about absolutely which and, helps. and and most of the, the the events that we do even if they're not hunting related events because we do you know kind of gift shows and kind of things like that mm-hmm. uh you know there's always it's you're just talking about hunting right so i mean you're standing in the booth i mean you do it with the primo's booth mm-hmm. but, um standing there talking about hunting the whole time it's not it's not like that's all that taxing. No, yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> I mean, there's worse things you could be talking about. I try really hard not to complain about having my dream job. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, so Josh, let's let's go to you. Like how? Like what started you duck hunting? Well, I guess mine is a lot. Well, similar to BC's. It's it wasn't a family affair as far as my mom. Um, you know, doing it. Also, it was it was my dad. And you know, I remember uh, being about I don't know ten. Mm. ish yep. 10 to 12 uh back in the days of canvas waders mm-hmm. and you know he they were 20 sizes too big braided belt he just cinched it as tight as he could around <laughs> me just to have you know some kind of waders on and uh you know back then we hunted uh, public land yeah i mean we didn't have private spots and um you know and so i grew up hunting the mississippi delta mm-hmm. uh, public land didn't have four wheelers and so we walked uh, you know, a lot of the green trees that you, that aren't really green trees now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really where I got my first experience with it. Uh, so I started out in the timber, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and that was just such a, I remember being, being 12 and it was just my dad and I, and, uh, went to the parking lot, got ready. We had to walk about a mile and we go in there and, uh, right, you know, right at shooting light, it will, you know, what seemed like a million when you're that age yeah. you know but it, it was probably a few hundred ducks uh, all mallards just coming through those trees and hitting the water and splashing and i mean just i could have just you could have grabbed them you know right and there was nobody else in those woods for whatever reason that day and i just that that is just imprinted in my mind i'll never forget that uh you know shooting a little youth 20 gauge uh, and that's when i remember shooting my first duck Right, I uh, was on that hunt, but it was, uh, you know, I remember that, but it was, I, I, what I really remember is all those ducks coming through those trees. And I guess that was probably when it, when I got hooked. Just got bit. Yeah. You know, at 12 years old, uh, you know, and, and then, but also, um, you know, we didn't hunt a lot. My dad okay. didn't hunt a lot. You know, we had a cattle farm still do. And so, you know, that takes a ton of time on top mm-hmm. of a 40 hour job, which mm-hmm. he had, uh, for the state. So it wasn't like we we're hunting 60 days a year. Uh, but when we went, it was always special, mm-hmm. you know, it was always with good friends, um, had lots of stories cause it was all public land and we've got tons and tons of stories. Uh, some good, some not so good, uh, <laughs> a lot of funny ones, but, um, you know, so it was, uh, that was just kind of how I grew up, uh, you know, learning and, uh, a duck call was a part of my life every day since I could, can remember, uh, my dad, uh, was that kind of person that carried a duck call in his pocket. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. so 
back in the uh, before cell phones, you know, my buddies would call and hear whack, whack, whack in the background. What's that? You know, eventually, I just learned that's just that's his dad. You know, that's just, just what he does. Blowing I mean, on the yeah, inside. And uh, I mean, we didn't. You know, I tell the story. I used to work at a hardware store in the summer times, and we sold crickets. Mm-hmm. And good gosh, for that first week, it just drove me crazy hearing crickets mm-hmm. all day. Well, after about a week, you don't hear crickets anymore. Yeah, you just kind of get used to it, yeah. right? So the same way, the same way with a duck call in the house, you know. You uh, just, but yeah. I grew up around it, and uh, you know everybody else noticed it. I didn't really notice it. So, uh. <laughs> but his dad can blow a duck call too. By oh the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he I, can blow a duck call. He makes, can make blow sure. a duck call. It makes sense. I got to duck hunt with him uh, last year. Was that mm-hmm. last year? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you know, I knew that Mr. Ronnie was, uh, you know, always involved in competition calling, mm-hmm. and and particularly in the state of Mississippi, you know, is one of the guys that right. is a mentor to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. When he blew his duck call the first time, I was like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> I, I see. I can remember that. I didn't start duck hunting until I was like in tenth or eleventh grade in high school, and. I can remember the first person that I got around that I was like, they blew the duck call, and I was like, well, "That's that's different that's than better what than we're, what everyone else is doing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounded like a duck. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, "That right. sounds like what we're that that's the thing." Well, <laughs> when, when when you get to hunt with Josh on one side and Mr. Ronnie on the other side, it, it's you know master class. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. How how do, how do y'all two know each other? Let's let's do let's do that. Mm. You Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, uh, we had, uh, for a few years, I kept having people say, this is five, four or five years ago. Uh, I kept having people say, you got to meet Josh Raggio. Y'all are going to be buddies. You mm-hmm. know, and it, I mean, it, it got so consistent. People would say, Man, I got a friend you got to meet, and I go, Josh Raggio? <laughs> is it Josh Raggio? Yeah. Right. And, but we'd never met, and, uh, and, at some point, uh, some we you know somebody introduced us. Uh, he started a thing uh, that still they still does called Call Night at his call shop. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And he and somehow he got connected through that the first time, and it was uh, you know one of those things. I mean, I'm sure this you know everybody listening can relate to when you meet somebody who you're kindred spirit to, uh, mm-hmm. and we became fast friends and uh, and sort of had have uh, have melded our our two friend groups and hunting groups and have all started being buddies with each other. Not just Josh and I, but all of our friends. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, we have a we have a very similar uh, approach to the outdoors and I mean the outdoor business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're both pretty faith forward um, and family, so it's been uh, it's been you know pretty easy uh, to get real close with Josh and and then we we try to hunt together as much as we can. But both of us are pretty busy during. Yeah, this see, time. I would have I would have guessed if you'd have asked me, I'd have guessed that y'all known each other a lot longer than four or five years. Yeah, no. that would not. Yeah, so that's no. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just meet. You know, you meet different people in our industry or you know just in general mm-hmm. um you know friendship just is, comes easy you know you just, yeah. have, you just have so much in common uh, you know we don't talk it's not like we talk every day mm-hmm. but we just pick up where we left off right you know, i don't think i talked to bc for when he went on his yeah well trips, this past yeah, fall 11, yeah, yeah this past fall we didn't talk, we hadn't talked much we during the during the summer and things we talked you know probably a couple, a couple times a week or something like that but it, it's uh you know, just uh, weird, arty duck nerds. You know, yeah. you kind of <laughs> rarely do we end up in the same place though. Like this, yeah. you know, this weekend. You know, it's uh, it's rare because we're both going so many different directions mm-hmm. during duck season. You know that. Yeah, oh, I get it. Yeah, how that is. Um, it'd be on one side of the country and it just yeah. next side the next day. And yeah. it just this uh, like this weekend. I knew uh, 
that Scott and those guys were coming here, but I had no idea that you were coming. I had no idea either of you guys were coming. Right. And I'd met, I'd known both of y'all, but not, I'd never well, been with both of y'all at the same place. You know, yeah. Like you said, to your point. Well, I was supposed to be at Dallas Safari Club and uh, at the last minute changed plans and ended up here. So that's that's why. But, and man, what a great weekend. It turned and out I fun, yeah. Definitely want to, you know, say yeah. thank you to Primos and, uh, ceasefire for having us yeah, yeah. It's, it's been when the the ceasefire crew comes in like they've done it every year for three or four years it's always fun like it's yeah. it's you, it's always something you look forward yeah, we to had a, we had a blast for sure food was amazing yeah thanks for troy to that yeah well <laughs> troy being from south louisiana you know he knows yeah. he knows his way around in that around kitchen, the kitchen. Yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome and i'll tell you man I, the the ping pong matches <laughs> <laughs> I well, wish we could have. Fi- we should have filmed some of that. It got intense. I did film some of that. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it, yes. it was. It was the I Primos have. boys versus everybody else. Right. Yes. And, and they, the Primos they, boys are pretty darn good at. They kicked some tail. But they also got their tail we, kicked we a took, little bit. We took some some whoopings. We did. <laughs> but it was all it was all in good fun. We yeah. Good yeah. Time. Um, so let's do like I, I wanted. The main reason I wanted to talk to y'all too, like I said, I, I've and I've said it on here before when uh. Because both of y'all know T.J. Mallett, and I had mm-hmm. I had him on two, three, four episodes ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. And like I, I don't, I'll tell everyone that I I love duck hunting, I love it, love doing it, but I'm no expert at it. I'm, and that's you know, especially when when I see somebody that is, you know, more passionate than me about a subject, you know, they're that person's going to know more than I do just because of how much heart they have for it. And so, uh, for instance, you know, when y'all were coming this weekend when that group was coming like my plan originally was well we've got all these uh moist soil impoundments that are very you know usually very productive for killing ducks and uh y'all show up and they were you know we went and looked we'd found some ducks in the timber and that is just i'll quite honestly i don't know much about it at all y'all yeah. too do well we, <laughs> well we gravitate to it for sure yeah but, i mean we we may would have killed more ducks had we hunted the moist soil impoundments i mean i i've always said that i'd rather kill one duck in the trees than a limit in the see somewhere else. that's what was interesting to me because yeah. i was like okay but why because i just had like i haven't done it very much but that that first morning we were when we were in that spot and we, we moved ended up a second setup or whatever and i think it was five of them just did the deal mm-hmm. and they had like they had to like bob and weave through some tree limbs to get down to it i was like okay that was cool yes. that was cool yeah that's how you get hooked yeah that's, that's right that, to yeah. see that you know once i mean if that doesn't do it for you you probably just need to hang it up oh it did because it. that sport all together yeah, yeah. yeah just change that was <laughs> yeah so you had to find a new hobby right yeah because that is i'm like bc you know i'd rather go shoot one in the timber and see that one duck do what we saw him do right you know uh, friday then then kill a limit in the in a field well and the way that those five did it where the two were coming in and everybody's focused on that and then all of a sudden the three behind them right. were right with them and none of us had even seen them all you of a sudden they, they were just there yeah and that, and that and that can happen with 50 and it, it's uh it's even better yeah it's even better yeah, <laughs> yeah. the uh but i mean i, I don't want to you know i'm i pride myself in not being a duck snob but i mean i and i love to hunt all kind of different ways but if there's an opportunity to stand in the trees, particularly with the water rising like it is right now at Cottonmouth, and uh, it, it it was and it was beautiful. Mm. Oh yeah, those woods were. Um, when it started getting daylight, I thought. Mm-hmm. And if, if we, you know, 
we had did not have the uh, the blue skies we needed. If we yeah. had, we'd have you know done better. Probably but done more. Conditions were tough. And like to to your point, you know what you you know. So Jordan and I were both in that hunt. You know when that and we saw saw that like that day, uh, we made another loop. We were checking for ducks, and me and him both said to each other, "We like we got to figure this out." Like that was too cool <laughs> yeah. to ju- you know like we yeah. we got I don't know what we're gonna do, but we're gonna figure it out. Which partially is you know selfish on my part i was like i'm gonna tell them guys we're gonna do a podcast about timber duck hunting <laughs> but i'm gonna learn what i need to do <laughs> well, let's hit on let's hit on something while we're talking about it um for ed, you know just from an educational standpoint yeah absolutely so we set up in the first hole mm-hmm. and uh you know it was, it was dark um y'all had only seen it once when you were scouting you Correct. know so it's not like you and from knew a distance the, yeah and we had obviously never been there um, but you know, it was, it was an, it was an opening and, uh, you know, so we set up we get ready and, but we could hear a bunch of ducks down the way. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, but the, you know, the original hole we set up in, it had a, a big blowdown in it. Uh, it was what I called dirty water, you know, a lot of stuff, um, and, and not necessarily duck food, but you know, different weeds and things growing up through mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, and we could tell cause we were seeing mallards. Uh, now of course we were competing with real mallards pretty close to us which is you lose that battle most of the time right but uh you know we could tell i could tell right off the bat we weren't getting response from a call and when we get a look but they were yeah they didn't mm-hmm. really want to be right there it was a pretty tight hole and the way the wind was set up we had some taller trees where they needed to come in the hole mm-hmm. and then that was uh and that made it tough for the ducks to try to get into that spot and so when I went looking, I was looking for something, uh, you know, maybe with a, you know, where the, the ducks were going to come into, you know, into the wind, the way we needed to set up a, a, a more of a runway per se, you know, a little, a little shorter tree line on the right side of the hole, um, you know, and obviously for where we could still hide, because mm-hmm. like you were saying, the water's coming up and, you know, you're in waist deep or, you know, having to hold your elbows up, that's mm-hmm. not comfortable. So you want something where we can all be fairly comfortable uh, you know, so that's that's why we decided to move was the setup for the ducks. That's you know, right. So they could get into that hole. It was more visible. They could see decoys, and we knew it right off the bat because when we went down there, there was ducks working the hole. Well, there was ducks. We jumped ducks out of it, and then there was ducks working the hole again. I blew a call, and they responded to it with no decoys in there. You know, and that's when we yelled at you guys and said, "This is this is where we need to this be. This is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah." yeah. Yeah, that uh, cleaner it water. Out to be a good move. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, but, and also uh, something you know I usually look for is that edge. I remember you saying yeah. that right when we got yeah. in there. You mm-hmm. like I like this edge right here. Mm-hmm. Why Buck is brush. that? Well, I, I like you know a lot of times people scout for ducks and they they jump ducks out of a spot and they go back to that spot and what they're what's happening is the ducks are landing somewhere and swimming to that spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the time maybe, and they love to land in an open spot next to that edge and then they've got that cover of the buck brush and you know all of that the stuff they like to to play with in the in the buck brush mm-hmm. um and when i saw that that edge and there's a there's a little deeper slough on the other side of that gives them a you know big wide open place to to land and, and we it it turned out and like again we we saw some pretty groups but yeah but you know and with bad conditions yeah the Hold timber is is very very important to have the right conditions mm-hmm. they just can't well one in when it's cloudy they can see you yeah, it's um, tough to hide everything everything's scary in the woods to them when it's cloudy it's, absolutely everything looks like it seems like right. to me the timber seems like all around like a more difficult endeavor 
Like it can be. Can be. It can but be. But like I said, I under a hundred percent get why y'all are at like watching that one group of five do that. I was like, yeah, that's that's a little bit cooler. It's it's mm. night and day though. It's, I don't I don't I mean yes, it's a, maybe a little more difficult, but it's if, in, on the days where it's bluebirds guys and twenty eight thirty two degrees and ten mile an hour winds, you can't keep them out. Mm. So it you know, and and these cloudy days, you know, to uh, put it in sort of a reference. Uh, you know how a turkey just wants to stand out in the middle of a field when it's raining, right? Because he, you know, he loses a lot of his ability to protect himself. Mm-hmm. Well, ducks same way. I mean, they 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 don't want to get up in there where all the owls live <laughs> when they can't you know see and get away. Mm-hmm. So, but but the hole that we were in, you know, that clear water, it was yeah. it was beautiful. It was beautiful, and that you know I like it too because you're not stuck in a blind where if they're landing. 100 yards from you you're still stuck in a blind mm-hmm. you know, in a timber you, know, you just move down there you just move yeah right, and try to kill them there yeah and if that doesn't work go somewhere else it know? almost it, it seems like just so different from what i'm used to doing i was like it's like all right because this is going to take some learning if i'm going to do this sure. like just to, I mean, you know it's not there's similarities but it's different but the reason why you know i was able to start hunting as young as i was and ivy my son is uh four years old he's hunted five days this year <laughs> is because great. is because of blinds because blind. i grew up hunting a deep water still timber but it's a deep water you know tim, timber hole where it's uh cypress trees and tubular gum trees more than oak trees mm-hmm. so it's very different uh similar in some ways but because of that you know we're able to take kids uh you know people that, that really couldn't hunt the way we hunted uh today right yeah yeah it's not for everybody right use is tough it's tough very tough and i mean you know well i mean it's easy to fall in you know it's easy (laughs) yes it is (laughs) yeah the first morning like we're getting the decoys out of the back of the ranger and jordan takes a spill and i immediately start giving him (laughs) flack about it just ah you big you know what is it and then it was less than five minutes later i was if if lee hadn't grabbed me (laughs) i hadn't grabbed the The collar of my shirt i was going under (laughs) the look on your face was like you 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 weren't panicking. You're just like, there's nothing I can do here. This is, I am, <laughs> I'm yeah. going under. I'm going one direction. <laughs> yeah. It makes for a great story, though. Oh, yeah. You'll tell that one for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I come out of the water, Jordan goes, that's what you get. That's what you get. Like, <laughs> Delta's looking at you like, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Knox did a good job. I'm, for, for him to be, he's a little bit over a year, and he'll be two years old in April. His so strong I'm, job today. I'm tickled with him. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I he, can't get over how well behaved both of them are. Both of those dogs, man. Oh, Ooh, just that's so well mannered. It's funny because you know Knox can be, he can get like kind of wound up playing around the house. Like when we're hunting, like y'all saw him when he's on when he's on that dog stand. He don't want nothing to do. He's just very impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, particularly on slower days, man. I have all kind of problems with dogs on slower days. They just, you know, just don't want to be there. No, he's yeah. worried about one thing. Right. Like a blackbird will fly over and he's, you can shoot that? <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. I he's, forgot he was there. I mean, he was just so well-mannered. Just, yeah. yeah. Good know. job. Well, I appreciate that. it. Yeah. A lot of it's just where he came from. You know, he, uh, Mar- you, Mossy Oak Kennels. Okay. Mossy Oak Kennels. Um, Great. He, his, my dog, Knox, and Jordan's dog, uh, Delta, came from the same, uh, Timbo, um, and then I, mine came out of Fern. Was his mother? I forget the dog term, but uh, <laughs> it's his mom. Well, it's his mom. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I didn't forget the dog term. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me like take where like the whole area where we were hunting. 
that that if if I was gonna say, BC Josh, that's y'all. Y'all like free range to kill ducks in there. Figure it out. What is the first thing y'all gonna do to try to figure out what the best you know to consistently start killing some ducks in there? Talking about just from day one. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Uh, just set foot on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna look for holes. You know, first of all, um, and and every hole is going to be different. When I say that, I mean the trees heights and all that are going to be different. And so I'm going to I'm going to make notes. All right, so this hole I'm going to mark this one. This is going to be a north wind hole. All right, so when I get a good north wind, ducks have the right. They're going to they're going to be able to get in here, right? And uh, you know, obviously checking water depths and and you know if I'm marking these things on my the GPS, then I'm also corresponding it to the river level, so mm-hmm. I know it this river level uh this gauge this hole is huntable and i'm going to have a chart in the in the camp and i'm going to know all these based on river level where i can stand uh what's what holds good on what wind um you know and with that then you're you're just kind of you just need ducks yeah you take a lot yeah, of the guesswork you know, out of it yeah but you gotta have you gotta hunt the right wind um you need to be set up for the, with the right wind uh, and obviously you want it as comfortable as possible if you're standing in, in water all day you know knee deep i mean you don't you only need ankle deep to kill ducks mm-hmm. i mean but you know that shin and knee deep is 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 pretty sporty um you know and then and then and then like kind of bc mentioned earlier some of those buck brush you know some of those areas up against uh you know some some buck brush or some thicker type stuff where you they have a great landing area and you know they're going to swim in there um that'd be the couple of things just off the top of my head yeah, that I mean, I'd be I, looking for i like to walk through uh the the different water heights for you guys is going to be it's huge it's going to be a challenge because if because yeah. you just, i mean it fluctuates it's so much and you oh, just yeah. you don't know like you just it could throw a, it could throw a curveball in a second it fluctuated feet while we've been here right you know in yeah. those in that little mm-hmm. stretch of timber i look for blowdowns you know that uh always opens up a, a nice hole for you but when josh is talking about how that lines up you know there's there's a there's usually, you know, they're not usually round like you picture them. There's usually some sort of, you know, contour to it. And if you can figure out how that duck is going to land in there. But, I mean, for me, it's just going, you know. You know like it's familiarizing yourself. Yeah, just, and, and yeah. you know, when the sun comes up and you can hear ducks going down somewhere, go over there and figure it out. And find out where they were. Mm-hmm. And then I I use a, you know, app on my phone, mark it with the pen and put yeah. you know water height wind it's, direction you told me that this morning and i was like i was like marking this like right. with the river level because it may it's just like because again that's just new territory for me but i was like that's a good idea because now I, you know there's no like well we need to go end up wandering around in the timber like we were instead of just knowing and like, we can go right. here yeah particularly the way you guys hunt a lot of times where you've got you know two guys if in that timber i mean that that those ducks if they've been going there are going to go to that hole if you're there and set up first thing you're you know it's they're going to you're going to be pretty quick hunt right so knowing where that water height is and wind direction is with that hole and knowing that that water is going to be you know 18 inches at this height that's that, that's going to take a lot of guesswork out for you yeah typically that new water too man if you can hunt it you got new food you got right you know, yeah if you can find a good hole with some new water it can be and there was a lot of duck food floating around where it we was. were you know yeah. a lot, yeah, lot of lot of duck food floating yeah. around. we were just missing the ducks today for some reason you know i don't know yeah. where they were i mean it just wasn't yeah. it wasn't one of those days where you're just covered up well last know? week i mean the, the ducks so the fun. ducks have really we've lost a lot of ducks yeah. in mississippi over the well, last the storm week. that we went through uh, 
two nights ago mm. i mean we weren't sure we were going to keep a roof on this place yeah right i got a little sketchy i mm. really wonder you know and we talked about it a pretty good bit in, in the camp yesterday kind of what that did to the ducks you know did they uh, yeah did they feel it coming did they bug out uh friday or, or thursday or friday sure or did they you know hunker down they get in the field I, you know who knows well we got here on friday we lost ducks in north mississippi um starting on tuesday mm. so i mean like ducks that i was looking at are no longer there right and uh you know obviously you don't you you can micromanage that because you're only looking at this you know two thousand acres you're paying attention to correct so you know they could be but both at at bdf and at cypress bend we lost a lot of ducks early this week Mm -hmm. so i'm sure that's the case here i was but i came south hoping they were this is where they came i mean we had you know and like we hadn't studied that timber all that much as far as you know looking for ducks in there but the impoundments along along the uh west side we've been hunting it we start like there were a lot of ducks and then we were like where did they go you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh and like, to, like this morning it's not like we're like man they're here but we just don't seem to be where they want to be we just didn't see that many it just yeah one of those days yeah that's why they call it hunting like yeah killing. and True. and when you do you know a fun trip like this with so many different people you have to plan it so far in advance yeah. that's really not how you should duck hunt yeah you know but yeah you, with with schedules and everything else and yeah. you know you you're here when you're here yeah exactly like the beauty with what we do when we're here you know just doing primo stuff and video and sure we're here all the time for deer you know and anyway we just kind of wait and go okay they're here and right. then we then we start hunting yeah. mm-hmm. uh, i'll tell you one other thing that i think about uh, or i tell people when they come to my shop um we're just working on on calling from a calling aspect and yeah i was i wanted to ask you about that anyway yep is is um you know there's two ways to call ducks I, I, is what i say you can ask ducks to come um, which is whack, 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 whack. or there's you can tell ducks to come that's whack, 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 whack. you can you can hear the inflection difference mm-hmm. right and 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 certain ones work on different days you know so when i'm personally hunting and that's in timber or anywhere uh i try both and i and i see all right so what did what did that group or that that one duck that lead duck in that group how did she respond or he respond to what i just did and then you start making adjustments. But the one thing that, I, that we do, especially in the public land, is we play very aggressively. Because uh, ducks can't, it's not like a field, they can't see you from 500 yards away. Mm-hmm. They're keying off sound, not your decoys. Because right. they can't see you yet. Uh, however, they can hear you. So uh, we're very aggressive uh, when we call ducks in the timber. Now we back off, you know, obviously when they're on top of us. And, you know, um, oftentimes we have to call them, to what we say, call them to the water. Uh, and that may be just very small, quiet clucks, you know, like a mm-hmm. whack, 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 till they till the feet literally hit the water. Uh, and sometimes you go whack, whack, whack to get their attention. They circle and they just fall in there. If you blow your call more than that, you blow them out. Exactly. So that's what it, that, yeah, I never know. I noticed that because honestly, a lot of what we do when we're hunting the impoundments is we'll kind of just kind of call to go, hey, we're over here, and then that's. You don't. You don't. There's not as much visibility. Yeah, I was going to say that, and because that the places that you're hunting, those ducks have been there before. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go out in the timber and freelance like we've been doing the last few days, you may be hunting. I mean, you they're cruising, right? And they may not have ever been in that little hole which before. Made, yeah, which made sense to me because you know, like the the water fluctuating like it is, it could like like new water like you're talking about absolutely and it, I, I was watching and the thing interesting to me is like the 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 way the ducks were responding to the calling was just way different than what I'm used to. 
In what in what regards? It just I, say thank you, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. That makes sure it was a good day before <laughs> no, no, I said thank you. No, 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 it was a good day. Like, like usually, like I've seen, you know, in the impoundments, I guess when we're hunting them there, it's like you see them and you know you kind of call to them and they'll they'll they kind of give you a look. But these here, like the ones that we worked, it's like you'd call to them and it'd be like a hard break. They yeah. go okay. Whew. I mean, just yeah. immediate. We call it breaking your neck. Yeah, to get in there. We call, uh, that's that's that what happens. I'm referring to. We call that, it Top Gun. When they, <laughs> <laughs> top Gun. Inverted. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, when that happens, that is what you, uh, whatever you did to, to make the duck do that, that's what's most likely going to work the rest of the day. But yeah, if you so. find those holes that, you know, Josh is talking about two different ways that ducks can work in. If you find those holes that are, are the holes that they've been using year after year mm-hmm. and sort of identify those, which will be fairly easy to do, when you call them, they'll say, oh, they're in the cuckabur hole. Right. Yeah. And they'll go there. Yeah. You know, so with the, when Back you. Back off the call. When, yeah. Like, yeah. like, you know, as you as you learn a place and you start picking those holes that are, you know, ducks have been going there for a thousand years on the Mississippi River. So, you know, the, you, you, when you call, they're. They know where you are. They know where, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. not like a big looking process. They you're go not trying, right there. You're yeah. not trying to convince them yeah. to come into this little spot that we just found today. Which yeah. makes – that's kind of the same principle like with the impoundments. Like when we call mm-hmm. from there, it's not like they go, where are they? That they right. They know. They yeah. know. Well, like a public land, like you grew up hunting and mm-hmm. Josh grew up hunting, you know, all those holes have names and they have names because mm-hmm. they are the traditional places that ducks want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and you once you find those those spots, you're, you know, you're going to be a lot yeah. more success. Yeah. And two, I mean, it's a big deal to get, uh, and you can tell this, new ducks. When you get new ducks, they're typically a little more responsive, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, as opposed to what we call stale ducks that have been there, been in your area for a long time. You've been called at, they've been shot at, they've they've kind of seen it all. Um, You know, you get some new ducks in, you get a good front. And you get a sunny day in the timber, and that's when it can be on. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and having <laughs> that's every, it's everything. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. And there, I mean, those those stale ducks typically are looking for all their buddies mm-hmm. that they've been hanging out with. So when they fly over and see your two or three, four dozen decoys, like that ain't my buddy. They laugh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Nah, man, I've seen that one before. Yeah, those we'll are, see. yeah those and those are. ducks get very call shy too. See, you know, you, yeah. you really have to learn to read ducks and how they're reacting to what you're doing with your call uh, to be success. I mean, I, I mean, to, to be more successful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you're just just blowing the crap out of it all morning and nothing's happening, that they're you know change something up yeah back off a little yeah bit. it uh, makes sense change cadence get it change volume uh don't call as much uh, just kind of figure out what works you mm-hmm. know yeah i think it's sometimes deep. ducks fly over some of my holes and go there's bc and kim i know exactly <laughs> <laughs> i know that sound yeah. <laughs> do not go down don't there. go there don't go there <laughs> I don't know. We've seen you shoot. They might say, huh, we're good right there. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's safe. Uh, it's just yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Mr. 410. <laughs> yeah. See, that's yeah. why I shoot a 410 because it gives me an excuse. I know it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, see, that's a good way to look at it. Maybe I should get a 410. Yeah. Right? Leave the yeah. excuses. Yeah. Uh, we all need some. Yeah. I need, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about like like decoys? Do y'all did how does decoy numbers vary to the movement? Like, I mean, I know jerk strings are a big deal to all y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, motion, motion. I mean, did what? Any of y'all ever like like the 
not necessarily like the brand mojo but like those like that anything i use them i don't think josh uses them we use them yeah. okay we use yeah. them yeah if you're, if you're i mean not you know you can't in some places but um yeah if they're legal we mm-hmm. we put out as many as we can carry and really? i like those uh you know the the pulsator things the the bilge pump ducks mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. yep those those things are are great at motion and and water sound particularly if you're not able to you know if you're in a blind or in, or in a boat blind and you're not able to kick the water mm-hmm. the water sound uh it i think honestly that i've seen and i have a, a friend i uh, i won't give it away because it's his secret but he he just <laughs> he just makes water sounds and barely blows his duck call and he kills as many ducks as anybody yeah. uh that sound of i mean if you ever walk up to the edge of particularly at night you know, if you see a bunch of ducks, uh, particularly in a hot crop or something like that, they make a lot of noise, but the overwhelming noise you hear is splashing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when they fly over the trees and, all, they, and you know, they don't hear any water sound splashing, they're just not, it just doesn't seem doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I use, I use uh, spinning wings, uh, Mojo brand spinning wings, actually. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we use, uh, we use all that. I've, I've, I've tried all that stuff. Yeah. Is but jerk like- string still yeah no question your yeah. best thing there yeah i'd take a jerk string over anything else no question says so tj said the same thing yeah he said uh, he said he would take his jerk string over his duck call if he had to choose oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i was like that's interesting coming from a guy like you also you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well if you want to kill ducks i mean sometimes that you know and like just like the mojos or you know spinning wings or or whatever sometimes some things work sometimes they don't it don't work every time yeah. we yeah. turn them off a whole bunch we of turn days. them off a lot yeah <laughs> particularly the cloudy days when we, we when we hunt a lot of moist soil impoundments too and they're on cloudy days in moist soil impoundments they don't work as well not a fan yeah i mean unless it's fresh ducks and then you know they're great at getting ducks attention that's that's one thing you know, pretty consistently you ducks can see them from a really long way off uh mm-hmm. and they get their attention but well we were driving down the road yesterday uh, you know um and looking at those ducks down off the road in, mm-hmm. in that area and the first thing i saw when i looked over i saw one pick up yeah he flapped his wings and i went oh there's a mojo well i mean yeah i remember mm-hmm. when they, and that's what it when first thing first, i saw when they first came out yards. you'd be riding driving the boat through the through the, the woods and you'd see a mojo and you know you were so attuned to that was those were ducks mm-hmm. and then you realize it was a mojo uh i mean they, they yeah the heck yeah they work yeah. yeah what about like like actual like numbers of decoys does that vary to hole or you just kind of and just, time of year i like i don't know man. Every, yeah. <laughs> right. everybody feels differently about that i mean i i think that consistently going fewer decoys as the season goes on is probably a good rule of thumb but i don't I don't know, man. Everybody you ask that question too is going to give you a different, different answer. answer. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. thing we we on you know on a lot of public land, it's uh, the later in the season you get, the tighter the holes. Uh, mm-hmm. To sometimes we just don't even hunt a hole, um, and those ducks will just flat out come through those trees, hitting hitting branches the whole time. Yes, it's the, the crazy scene. And 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 landing them in the butt brush like in a thicket. If mm-hmm. you you know you get yeah. ducks that have been pressured, a lot of times you can just ride at daylight. You can, yeah. they are all coming to the thicket i get it it's like, yeah it's like turkeys on public land <laughs> they're hiding yeah mm-hmm. but to answer your question mm-hmm. give, give me a dozen and let me go I'm, gotcha that's fine you know two dozens better but yeah give me a dozen and you can make it work and some a jerk cord and we're yeah okay but i mean i hunt places where we put out lots yeah lots of, too yeah. you know and you you go to real foot and they've got 
you know, maybe close to a thousand, a thousand, a thousand decoys yeah. out and all kinds of crazy mechanisms and things hanging yeah. from the trees. And, and those guys kill ducks all the time. I mean, I mean that, I, you ask Alec today and, you know, give me two. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He kills ducks like that. Right. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. just no right or wrong I, I answer. Just, I just, just like asking a, people's I, opinion because, like TJ, TJ said, I think well, I don't want to misquote him. I'm pretty sure he was. He said late season when he's doing it, you know, not hunting on his uh, on his place when he's hunting public land. He said it'll take half a dozen of his prettiest decoys and a jerk string and be fine. He, he does. Yeah, and he hunts the no hole thing late season too. Uh, when he's not a black duck, he he's uh, he's over um, yeah. you know hunting other places. They. He's hunting no holes, yeah. <laughs> which sure. which disclaim I, I should have mentioned this earlier. Like when we had TJ on here, we talked about it. But you're the reason I even met uh, had TJ. You put us we're, two together. We're very good friends. He's a wonderful guy. Yeah. He and Ashton run a awesome operation, uh, both in Canada and mm-hmm. in Arkansas outside Stuttgart and mm-hmm. Black Duck Waterfowl is what their mm-hmm. their business is. Hundred percent. I can attest to that. I've hunted Arkansas. We're actually going to Canada this year to hunt with him and. Uh, in September, I think. Oh, sure. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, I can't a little wait. bit jealous. Yeah, no kidding. He was telling us about. He was telling me about the Canada stuff. I'm like that sounds. It is so pretty fun. Great. It is yeah. so fun. Their lodge is awesome. Wait. I've never killed a duck in a dry field in my life. What? That's the one thing I want to do. Not even when you were goose hunting or anything. Nope. Wow. I've never done it. Surprise. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That. Uh, well, it's a lot of fun. You're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> it's. Uh, talk about it. new ducks. Yeah. Brand new ducks. <laughs> you gonna take your fourteen? Just kill it out of the egg. You know, I don't, um, I don't know. I'm gonna talk to him about that. You know, but that was this year's project. There's gonna be another, or this past season, I'm gonna have another project for this year, gun project, and it may be a little larger of a caliber this time. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm not doubting it. I mean, I saw. Let me tell you, they're in your face, though, aren't they, up there? I mean, they're pretty much. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you could take that. I think I could, could be, do, I'd no, be fine no, no with 410. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, 410 with the TSS you're shooting, is, you can yeah. you hunt with that anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm comfortable with it. You mean your shot string's a lot less, but obviously, but it's, I mean, it's. Super, I saw it. Super, yeah, I saw it. It works. Yeah, super deadly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a hit uh, or miss deal. There's not, there's the cripple situation for the most part, um, you know, went extremely it got it went very low for me mm-hmm. when i swapped to the to that shot yeah that, i mean that's really a reason to do it too we all hate losing duck yeah absolutely i mean you think about how many shots you sh- uh how many shells you shoot at cripples um you know when and when you know apex did the the tss um 410 stuff for me it was like man i mean it's only 10 in a box but i've looked up and i've only shot Six shells, not yeah, but twenty-five. I've, not- mm-hmm. I've noticed you being, you know, more conservative with your shot choices too. Though Pop, this probably, year. and I think that's probably a good thing. I do too. You know, yeah, we're not, I, we're not I throwing hail marys. And, right, you know, we like to shoot them on the water. I mean, Absolutely, not on the water. We yeah. like to see feet yeah. down. That's, I get that. That's our yeah. goal, yeah. and yeah. and we're so bad about my hunting group. I mean, we're, you know, you'll land three or four or five or six, but there's a group of fifty or sixty working. We want to see all sixty of those summer guns come through them trees. And it just depends on your priorities. I mean, you know, yeah. it. And I, we lose a lot of ducks because of that. I mean, I say lose. We don't shoot. Don't shoot at a lot yeah. of ducks. Yeah, right. Well, we that's a, I, a bunch of ducks. I, I, I get that. You know, I get like I get mm. your your mindset there. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's similar to you guys trying to video hunts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, you just. It's got to be perfect, or yeah. we're not calling the shot. Yeah, yeah. If some, you know, like to like it to him, you know, like you, if if the risking those ducks get away just to, so you could see those fifty landing there, if that means you know if they don't and you don't get to shoot those ducks, 
it's okay. It's still but if it's you okay. don't, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and if you don't do that, then you won't see the fifty. Yeah. That's the that's the yeah. you want to see fifty come through those trees. Yeah, yeah. and that's just, uh, that's, just, that's fine. It doesn't happen like, all the time. But it's important too. Like I, I mean, you know, we can, if somebody wants to go and you know they're not if however they want to duck hunt, they're not messing somebody else up, and they're not being unethical, not breaking any laws, they're not you know hurting anybody, uh, other people's hunts. Do it how you want to do it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I mean, we can get pretty cerebral about how we hunt, and yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to come across like because it, look, if however you and your buddies want to spend time outdoors and you, you yeah. know, being kind to one another, yeah. then that's great. I mean, be considerate, particularly on public land. Oh, yeah. You know, be considerate of yeah. you know who's around you. But if you're not messing anybody up and you want to. Man, we just want to see that big group fall. Me too. I, 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 I've said it on this podcast several times before. My whole like, if you're hunting legally and ethically, you're good with me. We got yeah. way too you're, you're, small a community to be yeah. ganging up on yeah. each other. So if you've got the you know a group of people that they'd rather say, "Hey, bird in the hand," they're going to shoot at those three mallards while the fifty are ahead. Fine, but if you want to, if you want to do it the way Josh is doing, it, they want to land those fifty. I get it. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So it's, I, it's different I've got, mindsets. I've got hunting buddies that I hunt with that I drive them crazy, you know, because there'll be, you know, three greenheads that land in the decoys. We don't shoot at them because there's, there's a bigger group, and then we don't get any ducks, and they, you know, stomp around. Well, it's funny. You, you can always tell because they're staring at the three and they're, right. they're not watching the 50 <laughs> right, right. they're about to miss the show because right. the they're whole, looking at the three the yeah. thing we've been waiting on all year is about to happen <laughs> these are right because you might only see that once a year yeah and we're going to sure try to see it I, i'm with you the, yeah. that's and it, that's the thing that i'm going to remember all year exactly not you're not going to remember the three the three that came in and you shot them and you'll that, never that, remember this. I, that's never be a story with that nope so there, yeah, there was a, or five hundred. This, right. this is a story. It made me think. Y'all, y'all both, y'all could, y'all would appreciate this story. We were, uh, I was in college. Two of my buddies. It was Christmas break. Well, we were at a. I want. It was a W. It was a WMA in Mississippi. And uh, we went, <laughs> this many years later, you're still not disclosing. I, just, I know. I got <laughs> friends at Hunter. Man, they get upset. They would get it. upset. Get it. it wasn't actually no. It was not. A, it was public ground. It wasn't. It was not a WMA. It was public. It was public land. And uh, we didn't have a boat broke, and so we had a spot that we it was like we were, there was just one slough we were trying to get to. Ended up hiking like three miles in waders, okay, and we weren't. And so we get like we get to kind of close to it, and you know we're like, can we let's just take a little bit of a breather here, <laughs> and we're walking, and like uh, I have a dozen decoys in one of those mesh bags with a drawstring on my back. My gun is unloaded on my back within the on my you know it's like cross i got it like kind of cross shouldered across and then the decoy bag on top of it my other buddies the same way same amount of decoys going across his back in and other then, words you're not getting to your gun quickly. exactly yeah. and then his buddy standing next to him has his gun kind of i mean just backpacked i mean none of us have easy access to our guns and again we're not even trying to hunt the like we're trying to get to this slough where it's open because again me timber I, I don't know what i'm doing and just where we happened to stop we didn't get there early it started a break day and we're just standing there like i'm just standing there leaned up against a tree and then all of a sudden we just hear and i'm like (laughs) look up and just falling out of the sky concert it was at least 40 to 50 mallards yep hit the i'm just drop down out of the stratosphere and land 20 yards in front of us Hmm. just so maybe you should pull out your GPS and mark that spot. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but as we're standing there and we're like, 
what do we do? Because like <laughs> we can't. I mean, they're right there. When neither of us are able, none of us are able to get to our guns. Again, we made an attempt. We're like, if we do it really quietly and really, really slow, it didn't. But to you, like, I'll never forget how that looked, though. Right. Like, I'll never forget watching them do that. I was like, holy smokes! I mean, right. it was special. Yeah, it's special. Absolutely nuts. Well, I mean, you you got you got one of those moments with not not very many people, not even uh, you know many duck hunters get to see them really maple leaf through the trees, just. Mm perfect and and it was pure luck it just we just happened to stop there to take a you know take a breather and that just happened to be where you know they what were going. but i don't know a lot of kick in the water when you're walking through there <laughs> true I, could have been i mean let me tell you so that you, it's crazy how often you a, a wounded duck will draw in other ducks hmm. you know if you get you get a yeah. wounded duck out in the water and every other duck wants to land right yeah. up i mean they just yeah. like that motion yeah well guys i think i i, I appreciate your time and i, I think I honestly i me and jordan are going to do we're going to do some diving into this subject like we're going to figure this out we're going to try to well uh, i think you figured it out uh can't wait I, to come back and see what he would i know yeah, i can't well, wait yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll reconvene <laughs> definitely want to thank you for having me uh yeah. and josh Same and uh thanks for primos and c spire for the fabulous weekend everybody for yeah, cooking no, and yeah, taking thank care you. of us yeah thank it you it was both y'all's time really good trip and i mean honestly all the things we said here on this podcast i mean that's it's just a opinion really you know i mean i, I get out there and try to tell, figure it out it's yeah. uh, not not you all of yeah, all the yeah. listeners you know they, yeah. i really do think that a lot more people uh should be duck hunting uh there's mm-hmm. a lot of duck hunting opportunities out there um and we need to be trying to encourage people to do that not discourage them yeah i couldn't agree more with that it's not uh it's not it's not something that's difficult and killing a couple ducks is a great meal for your family so um it is it is fun man i mean today's hunt was relatively slow but god laughed so much that's it it is a it's a very social sport yeah (laughs) Yeah. this is part of what makes it what it is absolutely yeah um okay so before we get out of here um so both of these guys you can find them on i know for sure instagram you're ren underscore ivy mm-hmm. raggio custom calls gotcha yeah and uh ren and ivy brand w-r-e-n ivy brand on facebook gotcha gotcha ren and ivy.com and raggio custom calls.com yeah yeah gotcha the plug the plug there it is <laughs> there it is well guys, mississippi guys too yeah that's local local yeah, boys absolutely yeah kind of I, a little triangle here with primos over to madison down to raymond i know it. <laughs> i like it the Got golden triangle you know i don't i don't know why we couldn't be doing this more often <laughs> maybe we be, should get in the tim- get in the timber uh once a week mm-hmm. i wouldn't hate it i wouldn't be mad at it <laughs> yeah. i'll yeah. be doing it somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i understand it uh guys Thanks, Lake, for having us man. yeah man thank yeah. y'all really thank y'all hey, like, I know really y'all. really awesome fun yeah like really i know y'all could be y'all both got families to get back to you so i appreciate the time i do yeah, um guys if y'all have any more questions y'all know you can send it into the primos facebook or instagram page look these guys up on social and that is it for today thank you for listening to the speak the language podcast